Hey guys, if you're interested in checking out a video version of the show, please visit the Low Key Geek channel on YouTube. There you can not only catch the video version of the podcast, but you can also check out my other projects and short form video that I produce. You can find a link in the description. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I have not been disappointed with this series at all. I love the animation. The animation is one of the best animations uh, done by Marvel directly. I was going to talk about uh, What If. Marvel What If, because uh, they already had um, their fifth episode. Uh, I believe they only have eight episodes this season. Uh, so we are at the midway point. Um, and these shows, what makes it unique is that each story is self-contained in every episode. So it's not an, an overarching storyline, right? I really like what they're doing. And again, this is an easy series to watch because it's not connected every episode is not connected to each other it's its own standalone storyline and the great thing that i love about what if um i was a huge what if comic book series uh fan when i was a kid uh, because i did love reading alternate storylines you know alternate realities and i think this show is brilliant because right after the heels of loki when the multiverse kind of exploded and kind of were introduced to all of us now we're getting a show of these multi you know universities other alternate universes and what the possibilities are in each of those universes right <laughs> the episode one talked about you know peggy carter and what if she became captain america instead of steve rogers and Steve Rogers became like the iron monger or whatever you want to call him. And I thought that was a very cute episode. Um, we heard and they announced that she's going to come back again in another series. What if probably a season two of what if, uh, or I think it would be awesome to create its own standalone series, uh, animated, um, for herself. Uh, Haley Atwell is a great actress and I, it, I loved hearing her voice in it. Uh, but it was an episode that played it safe. Um, it was an episode that it kind of uh, retold Captain America First Avenger, but with the premise of Peggy Carter taking the helm of Captain America. And it played out pretty much almost note for note, right? So it was a safe introduction to kind of ease people into things, you know. And then episode two went off into its alternate reality rail but it was brilliantly brilliantly done but episode two was great because we got the storyline of uh black panther himself t'challa and what if he joined the ravagers instead of peter quill and you know it's interesting to see how if you got a different type of person with a different upbringing and a different type of um maturity how it could play out so differently but but beginning with the same steps as the original premise right you have this boy who was raised on in royalty you know and was always uh, mentored to become royalty and to be a leader join this ragtag group and the way he carried himself out he's very well respected in the universe you know jaman hansu's character instead of saying star who he was a huge fan 
I've heard all about you, and it's an honor to fight you. In fact, I want to join you. You know, which is really, really great. You know, you had um, Thanos joining the Ravagers, which was hilarious because he was like a running joke. How they kept teasing him about genocide and how he thinks it's the most efficient way to fix the universe. But they keep poking fun at him because they, they said, but that's genocide, dude. And it was just a running joke that was so funny. Um, so, yeah. So, I loved how they really, really told that type of story. Um, and again, you put a guy with a different upbringing and a different maturity level. You put him in the same role and you get different results. And I'm like, yeah, that is a what if. That is truly a what if. And it was a lot of fun. You know, and then you had episode three there where it tells the stories of what if the Avengers were never formed uh, because they all got picked off. You know, they all were getting killed and all that. Um, and the person who was doing it was poor old Hank Pym. Uh, because of the loss of his wife he was grieving and he was blaming shield and because of all that he went crazy and anything that shield was working on he went against and this was his way of going against shield it was just destroying what they were trying to create because his life was made miserable because of lo losing his wife and his daughter you know, and it was really interesting to see Loki teaming up with Nick Fury and all that. So it was it was another again, what if, but playing through the Avengers storyline in a different way. Um, and it was, in my opinion, for the most part, more comical for me personally uh, than anything. Then you got to episode four, which was the saddest episode to date. And it was Doctor Strange and what if he never lost his hands but he lost the love of his life and that was truly truly heartbreaking because it was like a morbid Groundhog Day where he kept reversing time trying to constantly save her life but every scenario she always ended up dying and he couldn't deal with it, you know, but it was uh, an absolute in time, an event that has to happen in order for events to move forward, in order for him to become the Sorcerer Supreme. But he wasn't having it and he lost his mind. He did a lot of stuff he wasn't supposed to do. Ultimately, yes, kind of bring her back, but at the expense of the universe that he lived in. and. At the end of the day, it never worked out and he destroyed the universe as a whole. And this is one of the first times that you had the Watcher interacting with the main character of the events happening in that episode. You know, and Doctor Strange was well aware of his presence too. He kept calling him out. I was like, I know you. You have the power to fix this. You should help me out. But as the Watcher's duty is always is never to interfere. He just chronicles, watches, observes, and that's it. 
Um, so that was extremely heartbreaking, you know. Um, that was like the saddest episode. And then the last episode that aired this past week was finally we got Marvel Zombies on the on the screen on one screen uh, and in animated form. And I thought it was pretty entertaining and pretty hilarious. Um, a little far, you know, a little bit, of, a little bit of a stretch as far as storytelling is concerned because. If you're zombies, how come you can still utilize a lot of your superhero powers? You know, how do you know where to go? It's like they're zombies with brains, which really didn't make sense. But I had a lot of fun with the episode because it played a lot of things out differently. Um, it showed a lot of new, interesting leaders of the groups there. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. It was, it was truly a fun episode and you got to see spider-man in there and the one brilliant thing that i loved about the series so far is they were able to utilize a lot of the original uh actors who portrayed the characters on the screen so it's nice hearing their voices i love the animation the animation is one of the best animations uh, done by marvel directly um i was never a huge fan of their animated movies in the past I always felt it lacked that certain quality that DC and Warner Brothers were able to establish with their animated movies, uh, the cartoon movies. But this is probably the best that they've ever produced. Um, it reminds me of like those movies, like feature films that are animated, but they're drawn from actual footage of the actors portraying them. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of the one movie that it kind of reminds me of. I believe it's Scanner Darkly. Um, a scanner darkly it's a Keanu, Keanu Reeves movie it's an animated movie but the animation was done by uh, going over actual footage so you are getting the likenesses of the real characters um, and you know all the real actors and I kind of get that same feeling from this show um, which it which is you know what one of the things I really love about it because it doesn't really take you away a lot from the live action stuff that we are familiar with especially when it comes to a lot of these characters so uh, I think it's it's really well done I'm liking it so far I think it's kind of mixed out there with some people um, I think because there isn't an overarching storyline that a lot of people feel like it's not that um, necessary to do a week-to-week -week watch I have heard a lot of people say that this is going to be a bingeable show a show that they will binge through once the series is over but it's fun. I'm liking what I'm seeing so far, and I can't wait for the rest of the episodes to drop. And more than likely, I will talk about the series as a whole later on. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that now um, because I haven't had a chance to yet. 